Welcome to Living Life. Today we're going to talk about the gospel and the purity of the gospel and preserving the purity of the gospel. And we're going to do that through uh, one of the gospel writers, Jude. Jude is going to tell us about false teachers who were slipping into the church with a different gospel, a perverted gospel. So as we go through the lesson today, think about the gospel that you received. And think about how you uh, still sense and see that gospel. Is it, do you still rely upon the same gospel that you received when you were first saved and when you believed? Or has your understanding or your view of the gospel changed over time? Well, let's look at the lesson today. Let's see how Jude reacts to these false teachers who are preaching a different message about Christ. Jude chapter 1, verses 11 through 16. Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These people are blemishes at your love feasts, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who feed only themselves. They are clouds without rain, blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit and uprooted, twice dead. They are wild waves of the sea, foaming up their shame, wandering stars for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and of all the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and fault-finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. Welcome back to Living Life. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk a little bit about the gospel and the message of Jesus Christ. Uh, and Jude is going to tell us a little bit about how he sees the importance of it. In this particular section of Jude, which Jude is a very short book, but in this section, Jude is talking about woe, uh, the woe unto those false teachers who come into the flock. And when we hear the word woe, woe is not something good when woe is pronounced in the scriptures. It means that great sorrow, great suffering is coming um, by, uh, by generally by the hand of God based upon some action uh, that was done. And it's something when woe is pronounced, it almost has the idea of one is being accursed um, when woe 
is being announced. Well, that's the first thing that Jude does. He announces woe in this section of scripture. And he talks about these false teachers as having taken the way of Cain and the way of Balaam and the way of Korah. Each of these people in their own right in scripture uh, were envious, were jealous, were, uh, which, which took away uh, from the standpoint of life and took away, tried to take away the faith uh, and the spirituality of these in relationship of these, of the people uh, that listened to them. In the same way, these false teachers who slipped into the flock, who slipped into the church, were trying to steal the relationship uh, that uh, these people, these believers had with God. Uh, and we know that the, that the thief in John 10 only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, and that's what the enemy does. He tries to steal our relationship, steal what we have built up and what we've grown in, in Christ Jesus. Uh, so in this time, we will look at Korah, and we look at Balaam and Cain. Cain, we know, was a murderer. He took away the physical life of his brother Abel. In the same way, these spiritual teachers, these false teachers, were trying to rob people of their spiritual life with God. Um, Balaam, on the other hand, was a prophet. Uh, he and he was looking at money more than he was looking at maintaining his position as a prophet. Korah was someone. Uh, who was actually part of the temple, uh, in, in the temple worshipers, but also the, 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 those who served in the temple. But Korah wasn't satisfied with his position in the temple, but he was jealous of Moses and Aaron in their position that God had given them. In the same way, all of these uh, uh, people, all three were in error, uh, and they were subject to destruction in the same way that these false teachers were. In addition to that, um, there is a, uh, Judas telling us we need to discern um, between who we have uh, with these false teachers because these false teachers are bringing nothing but destruction ultimately or trying to among God's people. He calls them, he says that they are twice dead. He says that uh, they have been reserved for other blackness and darkness forever. And when he talks about this, he's talking about this in the sense of uh, them being accursed or being uh, uh, seen as uh, in a sense of damnation uh, for these uh, teachers, false teachers. Very strong language, but this strong language from Jude is something that was necessary. I mean, what we hear in the, what we'll hear here in the letter and in another section is that Jude actually says that I was going to write about salvation, the common salvation which we all share as brothers and sisters in Christ, but it's more important for me to write about these false teachers and expose them. Um, so when we think about uh, twice dead, twice dead when we look at Revelation chapter 20, um, uh, we die, it talks about dying first physically, but then also uh, suffering the second death uh, and ultimately being assigned a place to uh, the lake of fire. Uh, and also reserved for uh, utter blackness and darkness is a, is a line and a reference to hell, which uh, sometimes hell is referred to uh, darkness or uh, blackness, 
And so in that sense, he's, he's looking at that from the sense of these false teachers and saying this is the place that they will go for what they are doing. Uh, Jude also finally says that um, God was not caught unaware of these uh, people, these false teachers, uh, because it was even Enoch, who was seventh from Adam, prophesied about these false teachers coming into the flock. And he, Jude says there's four characteristics of them, finally. Uh, they're grumblers, they're fault finders, uh, they follow their own evil desires, they boast about themselves, and they flatter others for their own advantage. Jude ultimately saying is that there's no other gospel uh, what they're doing is they're, they're not only perverting the gospel, but they're killing people by introducing to them something other than the life that they have received in Jesus Christ. So Jude, in this particular section of scripture, is declaring woe upon them. What we need to avoid is falling into this trap, so woe is not declared upon us. Have you moved away from the faith? Has the gospel that you received is it no longer the gospel that you actually rely upon because your views of the gospel have changed over time? And if that's the case, who changed your view of the gospel? Or what changed your view of the gospel, that same gospel that saved you? Today is an opportunity to come back to that pure, that simple, powerful gospel of Jesus Christ in Him crucified. I pray that you'll come back to the purity of your faith. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this time, this opportunity, Lord, to be in your presence. We thank you for your wonderful gospel of grace which saved us, Lord, by believing in faith, in the finished work, the substitutionary work of Jesus Christ on our behalf. Lord, I thank you and ask that we will never forget that gospel of our salvation. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. For a single soul Reaching a world And stepping in closer